Well, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in to I'm Just Vita. Today is February the 12th, 2020. I must say I am feeling much, much better. No headache today. Um, I had a little one yesterday, but today was one of my better days. And I'm thanking God for that because dealing with these headaches, let me tell y'all, it's a, it's a task. It's a task. Well, I got a couple things that I want to discuss, so I'm about to get right into it, um, or whatever. The first thing I want to get into, haha, yeah, I know I do watch what's going on in the world, I do watch what's going on in the news, and, um, I have not been this much into politics and things of that nature in my whole entire life until now. I guess better now than never, right? And I'm only saying that because, as my husband was explaining to someone, and I know a lot of y'all be like, why don't you just say who it is? Because it's really none of your business. And I'm just going to be honest with this, not who, the what, where, how. That's irrelevant. That doesn't take away from the story. It doesn't take away, because these are true stories, people. Um, explaining, you know, how it goes. Everybody will, if I go and vote for the president, the president, the president, the president. Yeah, when you go vote for the president, we have what we call the popular vote. If it went by our vote, Hillary Clinton would be in office and not Donald Trump. However, again, as I have stated on my podcast numerous of times, it has nothing to do with our vote. It's the people we put in our local offices that votes matter when it comes to presidency. It's called the Electoral College. I'm going to need some of y'all to stay a little bit more off of social media and do your research. Because let me tell you, life as we know it is going to change. I don't think this world is going to go anywhere no time soon. But the way we used to be back in the 70s and 80s, that's the way life is going to go. Where modern technology just does not exist. If you really want to talk to somebody, you actually have to pick up the telephone and call them. Can't just send a text. Can't do all this extra stuff. And to be honest with you, that's probably what America needs right now. I'm not saying that, you know, to set us back, but our communication is off. Everybody is so modernized, including myself to a certain extent. But if somebody took my cell phone right now, people don't call me like that no way. Let's just be honest. They don't. I'm a texting queen, but people don't text me like that either, you know, so and most people that actually want to talk, we either do it through a Marco Polo or they actually pick up the phone and physically call me. So it's not one of those things if they took it, whatever, because at one point I thought about turning my cell phone completely off, you know, the only reason why I didn't is because I do have children, I do have grandchildren, and if I'm at work or out of town or somewhere, they have to have some type of line of communication to get a hold of me. I'm even thinking about going to get a pager. Yeah, I'm about to take it back to the 90s from when I was a preteen, a teenager. Go get a pager, and if you really want me like that, hit me 911, and I'll go find a phone. Of course, they don't have pay phones like they used to either, so it's kind of as if society has made you rely on modern technology. It ain't no, they have, let's put it like that. They have made us rely on modern technology in order to 
stay within this world to even live. And it's very sad because that's what everybody's about. The latest and the greatest and so on and so forth. So all I'm saying is, guys, do your research because I actually... I didn't watch the latest presidential debate when it first came on, but I have watched it over the course of a couple of days. And let me tell you, it was good. For those who were going, and I told y'all on my last podcast, why I would vote for this person or why I wouldn't vote for this person or whatever. But Buttigieg, let me tell you, they showed a clip of a lady who did not even know that that man was gay. She was like, he's what? Can I get my vote back? I don't want nobody like that in the White House. So he's going to face that rhetoric because, again, America, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And to all my gay friends, bi friends, tri friends, I do have a couple of those, y'all. Y'all know I don't mean no kind of disrespect whatsoever. Because y'all know when it comes to certain things, I'm not a disrespectful person. I can be. But in this instance, no, far from that. America is not ready for a gay president. It's too many people out here in this world that is not for the lifestyle. And even if they accept the lifestyle, just because they accept it means absolutely nothing. That doesn't mean they want somebody in the running the country like that. Period. So my husband says, well, I don't know why they said that because we already had one like that. I said, who? He's a Barack Obama. So one day I'm going to have to get my husband to do this podcast with me. So... Y'all can hear how our conversations at home are because we do. We sit down and we have debates. We had one today. And my younger son says, what is this, therapy? What is a therapy session? I said, no, it's not a therapy session. We just shooting the breeze, you know. I'll ask certain questions like, okay, why do you feel this way? And he'd be like, well, because, you know, why do you think like this? So, I mean, and it was real topics. And that's just something that we have always done. We pick each other's brains to see which direction we would sway or go. Or he may say something or I may say something to make one of us think. Like, okay, that makes sense why you would think like that. Okay. I'm not saying we sway each other's decision or, you know, thought process. But at the same time, we do have those conversations to make things go off in the head. You know what I'm saying? So, that's just what we do. Now, that lets me veer off into this next topic because an old friend of mine that I've been knowing, oh my God, since I was a kid, we grew up together. And um, and I told her just a moment ago that I was going to do my podcast and then I said, and this subject is something that I'm going to bring up, you know, or whatever. And she was like, oh, okay. So, the subject is, um, she puts different random topics on her Facebook because she's getting ready to start to do a um, blog. So kudos to her. I thought about doing a blog because I like to write. So don't be surprised if you see one of those because I did have a blog years ago, but I never did anything with it. It was just like I started and closed at the same time. But um, I got a couple things that I got in the works uh, that I'm working on right now. So y'all might even hear me on radio. Yeah. Y'all might hear me on the local stations. Look, I'm working on something. You know, I'm not trying to turn this into a a billion dollar project, but if it turns that way, thank you, Jesus. If it don't, doesn't matter. Like I said, this is my form of therapy. So if my form of therapy helps somebody else and this becomes their therapy, well, thank you. I am proud that I'm helping you as much as I'm helping myself. Anywho, one of the topics that she did state 
um, was getting back into dating. Um, she was like, you know, should I find a man? I'm summing it up. Okay, so I'm not reading this verbatim because I'm not even looking at it right now. Just kind of summing it up. Should she date a man that makes just as much as money as she does? Or, you know, find somebody that makes less? What should she do, basically? You know. So I responded. She was like, well, no, I just wanted a man's opinion. Okay. However, that's cool, too, but I'm going to give you mine. It's social media. My, in my opinion, if you're dating somebody that makes the same amount of money, because she said she has, so she was like, it's boring. And that's possible because what people have to understand, there's a difference between being a successful man and a successful woman. See, if there is a successful man, and this is fact, because I too have been there, okay? And me and my husband, my husband used to say things at the beginning of our relationship, we used to get into it. Oh, if you want this, this, that, and the other, you know, then you need to go marry a rich man because I can't do it. Then I sat there and I thought about it. I have been with a rich man. Mm-hmm. I really have. And it's boring at times. And it's like they try to dehumanize you. And believe me, I made more money than he did. And he didn't realize that until it was over. See? Uh-huh. I ain't always been the person everybody see, but my money was always legal. See, I got skill, baby. But as far as my husband today, I wasn't trading for nothing in the world because it has nothing to do with money. If I need something, he go get it. And so my response is, money can't buy love. That person can have all the money in the world and you can too. Just because he got it doesn't mean he's going to give it to you. His success is not your success. First and foremost. You want somebody that, hey, if need be, they'll go get it. You know, or if you need something, they'll give it to you. But just because they are in the same income bracket as you are, doesn't mean that they want you. You have a lot of successful men do not want a successful woman. And this is fact. They do not want one. And I know some pretty powerful people. I just don't speak on it. I know a lot of people. I don't deal with them like that. We're not enemies. We're not beefing. As a matter of fact, a couple of them I'm actually bringing on to the show that are very successful in their craft. A lot of them don't want women like that because the difference between a man and a woman when it comes to success, yes, we all get big-headed at times. Fact. And that's whether you're a man or a woman, you will. Okay? A lot of people say, no, I won't because I could. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. The attitude changes, you know. You can thank God to the to the fullest, because I do every day. And that won't change with or without money. You know what I mean? I got a good job now. Very a, a, a very good job. You know. I love what I do. I love the people that I have to interact with every day. I'm not interacting with them every day at this moment. No. But I'm just saying, I'm in the office. However, you have more men that like to date an ordinary woman because a lot of times, if they already got success and she has success, again, your success is not his success. It will never be y'all success because y'all had that success going in. 
most men want a woman that's going to start with him from the bottom and work his way up. Most women, that's what we want. We want somebody to the bottom way up. We don't want somebody that's already up there. Because if he's already up there, honey, ain't nothing bringing him down. And you damn sure won't. He'll bring you down quicker than you'll bring him. Why? Because we're emotional creatures. A lot of us get in our relationships like, no, I don't want that type of relationship anymore. But let me tell you something. We can say that because we've all done it. We've all been a sucker for somebody. And if you're sitting there at home, work, in your car, or wherever the hell you at listening to this, if you sit there and say, I have never been a sucker for nobody because it's always been like this, 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 and this, you a damn lie and you heard it from me. You're lying. We've all been that way a time or two. Some more than others. And if you ain't never been that way, that means you've never been in a true relationship. So, therefore, you can't really speak on that. But all I'm saying is when it comes to that game of love, huh, it's a mother. It is a mother. You know? And people have to understand that. And like I was explaining to this same friend, I do consider her a friend because if I need somebody to talk to, a prayer, whatever, I know I can pick up the phone and I can call her. You know, she's one of those type of friends. We grew up, she's living her life and I'm living mine. I don't claim to be saved, sanctified, filled with nothing. And I'm not saying that she does because she lives that life. She's one person I can honestly sit here and say that she lives it. She talks it, she lives it. So I'm proud of her. I'm just not one of those people. You know, I believe in God to the fullest, and I do believe that without him, nothing is possible. I do believe that. But I'm, and I was born and raised in church. Let's be clear. But I'm not one of those people that everything is God, 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 church, church, church. He know what type of relationship I have with him, and he know what type of relationship I have with myself. So as long as me and him on the same page, what everybody else thinks and believes is irrelevant. But I'm just saying, ladies, we got to be... And I told a, another good friend of mine who I grew up with, who is actually my oldest living friend. And I do consider her a friend because whenever I got something going here and I need her, she comes down from Chicago, even if it's for a day or two. Her and her baby, they come down for whatever I got going on. I got to get to Chicago and get to seeing her. She got a new... Uh, man in their life, but that doesn't stop us from conversating. That has never stopped us from conversating. Um, <clears throat> as far as that, but a few years back, before she got with the person she's with now, she asked me, she said, Vita, what is my problem? How come, you know, you're in your third marriage, and which is a true story, guys, I am. Um, and one day, I'll tell you guys about it. <laughs> no, it won't. You have to read the book. Boom! What? I thought I was going to tell y'all about that. You got to read the book. Can't tell y'all everything. That'd be pointless to put in the book out. But anywho, she had asked me, she said, you know, you're in your third marriage and you got all these men nose wide open, whether you're married or single or whatever. It's just like men. They kind of gravitate to you. Why? Why is that? And I'm going to be perfectly honest with everybody, and I'm not conceited by far. Anybody that actually knows me on a personal level or have ever met me, no, I'm very humble, and I'm not conceited. I'm not convinced. I'm none of that. But there is not a man alive that I've ever wanted that I couldn't have. Yeah, y'all heard that right. It's not one alive. In fact, 
I married a couple of them. One was just like, what the hell for? And I never sit here and tell you that man's a bad person. He just wasn't the person for me. And the man I'm with now, that is my world. He gets on my nerves like I get on his. So it's a mutual thing. It's what couples do. But I wouldn't trade him for nothing in the world. Nothing. And that's what I told her. I said, here's the thing. The reason why men do that, I said, because I'm me. What you see is what you get. And this is the honest of God truth. You know how sometimes when you meet people, you're one way. But when your friends are around, you become another way. And it's just, no. I am me. Period. I don't give a damn who around, who doing whatever. I am me. I said, and that's why I said, not only that, I said, a lot of times when we get with people, we got this bar set so high because we feel that everybody should be where we are. No, everybody's not always going to be where you are because you haven't always been where you are. Sometimes they need an extra boost to get there. Sometimes you ain't where you think you at. And it takes that person for you to understand that, no, this is who you really are. I said, sometimes you got to lower that bar a little bit. I said, and she was like, well, you know, he's got to have money. He's got to have this and he's got to have that. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. So when I seen my other friends post, it reminded me of the conversation. I said, well, listen, if you're looking for somebody like that, you're going to be looking for the rest of your life. Because you're not going to be able to find somebody to fit every single thing. Because you're not going to be able to be everybody's single thing. That's not going to happen. You got to lower that bar a little bit. Not only got to lower that bar, you got to be able to say, okay, the person that you're looking for is your son. Because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for your son because, see, you can mold your child into being that perfect person. But you can't mold somebody else's kid in doing that. That's not going to happen. So if that's what you're looking for, you're going to be single for the rest of your life. Lower it down a little bit. That person going to be flawed because you are. You're flawed. We're all flawed. It's our imperfections that make us who the hell we are. And when people can realize that, just maybe, just maybe, that special someone is probably staring you right dead in your face. But we're so, like I said, modernized and materialistic. So you you can't even see the, the, the light of day. No. I'm not saying you stoop down to nobody's level and you shouldn't have to and they should not have to either. Let's be clear. They shouldn't have to either because they may not be rich in finances, but if they got a rich heart and a rich soul and a rich faith, I don't give a damn what you got. You are broke. (laughs) But you are broken. Some of that went over somebody's head. But it's the honest God truth. Everybody's looking, what could this person do for me? He got to be able to do this. He got to be able to do that. Okay. He got to be able to do that for himself. Not for you. So let's be clear. He's got to be able to do that for himself. Not for you. And a lot of times we get to certain points in our life, ladies. I can't speak for a man because I'm not a man. But we get to a certain point in our life, too. I think some of us forget where the hell we came from. A lot of us came from nothing. I was born and raised in North Omaha Bottoms. I came from a middle class family. 
I did. And why do I say middle class? Because my grandmother and great-grandmother, they had money most times. But they were older. So when my grandmother retired, that's when things got hard. Because here she is raising two teenage kids, and it was me, which wasn't a teenager yet, off of a $600 a month income. We didn't have rich mortgages because she bought her house in 1962. Her house was bought and paid for, and then she had to pay with taxes once a year. And by the time she retired, she was exempt from paying taxes. She owned land. So when I say I come from a middle-class family, we had everything. But things in life happen where as it comes, it goes. We'll just say it like that. But I know what it was like to want, to need. But growing up, I didn't need anything and I barely wanted for anything. All that didn't start happening until I became a mother and grandma, snagged all that way and said, look, you 13 just had a baby. I'll take care of the baby, but anything you want or need, you will get on your own. The only thing I will provide for you is make sure that you got clean clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, and you may not like what they are. A roof over your head and food on the table. She said anything else, that's extra. <laughs> oh, let's be clear, that was extra. But some of us, we get to a certain point in our life. Like now, no, I do not live in North Omaha. My husband thinks I have a complex about living in North Omaha. And what I mean by complex, he think, oh, really, you just too good to live in North Omaha. No, I don't think I'm too good for that because if it took me to for real, for real have to go back, I would. But I've evolved in my life where there are certain places and certain things I want to do and where I want to be, and I have that right. It's that simple. I love where I live at because I know ain't nobody coming way out here to visit me, and I like to keep it that way. I don't like... Pop-up visits. I don't like none of that kind of stuff. In fact, I don't like people enough for you to pop up. So, no, I'm not racist. I'm not, you know, against anyone's sexuality. I just don't like people. I'm just one of those people. I don't give a damn who you are. It's either I like you or I don't. I tolerate you or I don't. It's that simple. And that's just who I am. So, if I conversate with you and we've had... No, excuse me, different conversations or, or whatever besides hi and goodbye. You write that down because I cut that shit short too. I can name the people that I actually conversate with on my fingers in that way. Why? Because I don't trust folks. A. And B. The smaller your circle is, the better off you are. It is that simple. So I'm just saying, ladies, y'all got y'all got to stop that. Y'all was talking about, you know, I'm single because he's broke. He's this, he's that. He may not be broke. He may be doing that to see where you are, where your head is. Is this chick really here because for me or what I can do for or what I have? You have a lot of people that will test that. Lots of people will test that. I used to have a, a friend um, in New York, and she had met this guy, whatever, and head over heels, whatever. And she was like, well, you know, 
he doesn't have much, you know, and sometimes when we go out to dinner, I have to pay for it, or he might need money for a metro card, and I give him that, you know, whatever to make sure, whatever. So, she was for him. She said, oh, yeah, you know, other people talk about it. My family is like, oh, he's using you. and Why you own somebody that can't do for themselves and this, that, and the other, whatever. And she was like, well, you know, I feel like we're going to be together and he's down right now. If I got it to help him get to where he need to be, then that's what I'm supposed to do as his girlfriend, which is the right frame of mind to be in. So, yes, that is absolutely correct. So, he did that for a while. And I mean, damn near a year kind of find out he's a billionaire this man got money a lot of money as a matter of fact he owned one of the subways there and I mean the subway as in the company the sandwich shop he bought a subway so he had money he came from money so when she found out, she, I was like, this. so I asked her, I said, well, how did you find out who he was? She said, he finally quit playing and told me and showed me who he was. They're married to this day. And this happened about 10, about 10 years ago or so. They're married with one kid. And she's a black chick. And he's Colombian. I want to say he's Colombian. I know he's a Hispanic. He's Colombian, I want to say. No, he's not Mexican. But he did it to make sure that before I give this woman my all and put invest my all, my heart, and my soul, she's not looking at me for who I am. And she's just an ordinary person. She has an ordinary job. What I mean by ordinary, she works in an office. Yeah. You know, she works in a, a medical office. Uh-huh. But she's on a, she's a thousand year, you know, probably making 40, 50,000 a year. He's a millionaire. 40, 50,000 ain't nothing if you ever been to New York and you live in Manhattan or in any type of world in the, in the, what we call here in Omaha, the West Omaha part or the Regency part. That ain't, that ain't no money. That's a struggle. So I said that to say this, you don't know who you're going to cross paths with because everybody's so damn headstrong. So that's what happens. That's all I'm saying. You never know who's going to cross your threshold. But again, we're so, oh, it got to be like this, 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 this. And if it ain't like this, 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 then it's, you know, because he ain't got no money. He can't even, mm -mm. It's a lot of men. You know, we'll do that just to see where you at. Some of them really ain't got it. And some of them are womanizers. I'm not saying that you don't have them out there because you have a lot of them out there. But I'm just saying not all of them are like that. Now, we're going to come to a conclusion. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode because I enjoyed doing it. Yes, I did. I'm trying to get better at doing more. And I'm, you know, going to start dedicating more of my time to doing it. But y'all, it's just, it's been, yeah. But nevertheless, that's an excuse. Because when my husband says, look, if you can make time to do this, that, and the other, you can make time to do that. 
and he's absolutely correct. I do know uh, I am working on my session for my ladies. Ladies, we are going to do Girl Talk next month. So next episode, I will get into my Girl Talk and what it when and how we going to do it the whole entire nine yards. And it's going to be a really, really fun episode because I'm just letting y'all know, listeners' discretion will be advised. No subject is off limits. So what we're going to do is we're just going to write in a whole bunch of topics into a bucket and we're going to pull them out and we're going to read them everybody can go around the room and answer it or those who want to participate but i will say this if you're not coming to participate then don't come because this is a fun event and we're just going to have a really really good time with it and like i said it's just going to be a whole bunch of ladies sitting around it's girls guys that's that's what we do so, if you're not coming to have fun, meet new people, and, you know, be drama-free, then this is not an event for you. I will say I will say that much about it. But I'm looking forward to it. So, next episode, I will go ahead and give you guys greater detail on when it's going to be and what to expect out of it besides adult fun. I mean, it's just conversations, again, with ladies talking about anything and everything you know so again listener discretion will be advised of course on all my episodes listener discretion should be advised because i do have some colorful language at times and i'm the first to admit it and that's not going to change this show is not rated pg because i'm not rated pg i am me that's why it's called i'm just pizza hello well anywho it has been real y'all I like to thank everybody for tuning in. And until next time, y'all be safe. And um, (laughs) I'm out.